Welcome to the Film 7 Podcast. How are you all doing out there? Hope you are all having a good day, week, month, year, etc. My name is Andy and I've got here with me Jake. How's it going, Andy? How are you all lovely people listening today? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Have you seen anything cool over the last week? Well, I didn't go to the cinema, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but um, I did see Black Mirror and we will talk about it briefly in at some point in the show yeah but that's what i've been doing yeah black mirror then um personally i'm prepping for my next film so i had um some meetings and some location scouts with uh, my my director of photography and um, we're just planning things together putting some logistics in place nice, and all of that. Nice. Yeah. can you say anything about it yet or um not m- more to come not yet but more tbd to come. tbd yeah TBD. yeah but it's gonna be a very good film Nice, nice. (laughs) I look forward to maybe working on that with you. Of course you will work on it. Cool. Now, I went to the cinema. Mm -hmm. I saw X-Men Dark Phoenix, which, like with Black Mirror, we'll talk a bit later in the show. But what I've also been catching up on, finally, finally came around to it, is uh, Lucifer Season 4 on Netflix. Right, right. How was it? Yeah, I love it, man. I I just, I love the the whole show in general. And the main part of the show, which I would say most fans, is Tom Ellis Mm. as Lucifer himself. Yeah. He's just, he steals the show, man. Mm. He's just so charming and okay. and he is like the devil. You see, I can't watch it. You for can't per, watch for it. For personal reasons, I just, I cannot watch a film that glorifies the devil. I can't. It's just, I can't do it. I can it's watch. an interesting take though. It's it's, it's, you, it's, it's, it's not what you, what you think. Like. Yeah, but I, it, I just can't bring myself to do that. It's It goes against the co- so many things inside of me. So, you know. Super. That's a shame because it's it's such a good show, but um, and it just got renewed for us a uh, season five, and it will be its final season. So, but they said that it's the end of the story that they wanted to tell. So mm. fair enough. It's not like a cancellation like a certain show, <laughs> which we will talk, we'll talk about, about right a bit later. You know, a good question to ask is, what is the golden number for seasons? Is it eight, ten, three, four, five? What is it? I don't think there is one. I think it's down to the creators of the show when they think they've told their story. Well, the, but the thing about it is a story can go on and on and on. It can, but you know? s- but sometimes sometimes some creators see an end to their story. Like um, Noah Hawley with Legion. He mm. said season three is coming out and they said this is the end. And they said it was always intention from the beginning to be three seasons because mm. this is the story I had planned. Mm. You know what would be nice? When a series comes out in the first season, they should tell the audience, this is going to have three seasons or five seasons or eight seasons. So we know what we are getting ourselves into or we know. Just give us a bit of heads up. I, the reason they can't do that though is because you can't commit to something and then it doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of with movies, it's based on how much money you earn. With yeah. TV shows, it's how many people are watching it. Yeah. And if the show's not got enough viewers, it's it's a dead show. Eventually, they'll go, we've got to get... Ca- this has got to go. Yeah, I mean, they can announce it and put that caveat that, yes, this is what we intend to do. Things may not work out, but this is what we have to yeah. intend to do. You know, Because um, a show I watch, Walking Dead, they've, in my opinion, they've told the story. So all they're doing now is just... But there's no end to that show. No end, exactly. Yeah. You know, they just keep going on and on and on and on and on. And you're like, you know, and there's a word for it. When you're invested in something, it's extremely... Once you're emotionally invested in something, it's difficult to just 
mm. block to cut yourself away from it. So someone like me, because I'm now invested in Walking Dead, I keep watching it. Not because I gave up. But yeah, yeah. Uh, about yeah. season seven for me, I was that was it. I yeah, was, I couldn't do it anymore. D- there's a word for that. I don't know. There's a psychological word for that. That when you know you're you're, you're I wish I could be like you. That could just get tired of a show and just can it and forget about it. I can't. Once I start watching a show, I just stick with it till it ends. You know, yeah. that's just me. Certain shows I will stick through, mm. but others like The Walking Dead, when like the creator himself said, there's no end to this. I was like, real? Man. I was like, I can't, I can't yeah. do this anymore. If there's no end goal in sight for me, exactly. I, I can't do it. Yeah. It's like a bottomless pit. Yeah. You know, no, I don't. Yeah, but that's a, I think that would be a good idea. Say it. We are, because... Everything else in life, we try as human beings to predict everything. You get on a plane, it tells you when you're going to live. You get in an Uber, it tells you, you know, and all these things. So what stops a streaming service from being that brave? I know, you know, I know it's tough because you don't want to be that person that says stuff and doesn't stick with it. But I think it's one of those things where, you know... Facebook was just going to be a social media thing till Zuckerberg came up with that relationship status thing. Yeah. And that just changed the game. Just one little tweak can just change the game. You don't need to invent something. Sometimes it's just the little thing that would um, change change the game. So maybe that's something they should look into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put a pin on that. Yes. We'll send that over to Hollywood and see if they... I think our ideas are any good. Mm, they are probably listening right now. You know, right? No doubt. No yeah. doubt. With that, we're going to go into the first segment of the show, and that is the movie and TV news. So, ND. Yeah. Bit of news going around this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, some off the beat news that we weren't expecting at all. Yeah. And that goes with our first story, and that is Quentin Tarantino, the man, the legend, the myth himself. Mm. He's working with Gerard Carmichael on a Django Zorro movie. So, um, well, if anybody can do it, Tarantino can. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, who does a Western in the snow? And you have black cowboys. Who, Who does a Western... With snow and black cowboys, only times you yeah. know. Can and then do you that throw kind of... in Zorro, and you throw in yeah. Zorro. You know. So I was really curious about this. So I thought, what? And then I found when I was reading the report that this when this came out that this is actually based on a comic. Which comic? Which yeah, I can't believe that I completely missed this one, and it is a Django Zorro comic written by Tarantino. Tarin- Wait, Tarantino has a comic? Yeah, he's he, he and it's it's released by uh, Dynamite and Vertigo, owned by DC Comics. Vertigo. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And um, the story takes place several years after the events of the movie Django Unchained, where mm. he's still a, a bounty hunter and he's going mm. around and he teams up with Zorro and he and he goes on these adventures with him. And huh. I can't believe this completely. I missed this one. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it happening actually because Zorro is in Mexico, right? Well, yeah, so Mexico, Southern that's, States. Yeah, yeah. that's where Django is. So I can see that happening. Yeah. Well, they're traveling all over the, the States yeah. in this one. So. That, that, did, that, this, that, was, that will be f- Yeah, so I, I'm going to try and check out this comic, see if it's any good. But the, I mean, the fact that Tarantino's, you know, his name's anything or his name is yeah. on, we're going to go see. Yeah. I don't think he's going to direct this, though. If this ever happens, I Because, you know, Tarantino said he wanted to do 10 movies. Mm-hmm. And, and that was it. His sort of directorial career is finished. Mm. I can't see this being one of those ten movies because he's already he's never he's always said he's never been a fan of sequels. You know, minus mm-hmm. Kill Bill, but mm-hmm. he, that was sort of one movie for him. Mm-hmm. 
So I can't really see him doing this. I can see him maybe definitely working on the scripts and producing, mm. but not directing. I don't know. When did he, how many years ago did he make that announcement that he would only do 10 films? He's been saying this for years. Do you it, know the last time he said it? Uh, I can't I can't remember the last time I saw an interview with him. No, but I mean, he's obviously yeah, because, busy at work with you know, his new film, but. Yeah, things change. So, so someone can say. No, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I'm one of those people who like, yeah, okay. You say 10 films, but like somebody as creative as that, you're going to yeah. get the itch. Exactly. Something, you're going to have this idea and go, I have to make this. Yeah, you know, so. like even me, like, um, you know, my last film, I finished it and I was like, oh my God, I'm so relieved. I have finished this film. I can delete the temporary files on my computer. I can just put it to bed and just relax. The next day, I was already thinking about my next project. I was like, yeah, okay. That's, that's you it. Know, you can't shut the brain off You can't off shut like it that. down like that. So, Especially a creative mind like Tarantino. Yeah, right? and he's not even 60. He's a young person. So he can't... What is he going to do with the rest of his life? You know, nah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm interested if this does come a play. I still don't think he'll direct it. Mm. But it's it's an interesting concept. I'm yeah. going to definitely dig up these comics, see if yeah. they're any good. Yeah, I think he will do. But Do you think he will? I think he will, yeah. This is probably going to be three years from now. If it's, it's yeah, it'll yeah, be a while because it's, he's just about released the end. This yeah, one. in summer. Yeah, yeah. He's, so and, and yeah. then and then I would imagine he'd want to do something else after that. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. What I do want to see though is a Tarantino series on Netflix. Yes. That I want. Yeah. To or see. HBO or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That I want to see. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I've been screaming for the heavens for ages for Tarantino to do a series. Yeah. Can you imagine what he could do with a series? Poof. Let's yeah. Let's. <laughs> Right, from one legendary filmmaker to a up-and-coming aspiring filmmaker, and that is Christian Ritter herself, mm-hmm. also known as Jessica Jones. And in promotion of season three, the final season of Jessica Jones could be released, they released this little featurette, which showed Christian Ritter talking about how she got to direct an episode of the new season. So you saw this. What, yeah. what do you think? I was just, first of all, I was just pr- proud of her. You know, I just felt really proud of her to take that step and direct and you know just seeing the clips of her directing brought memories to me but it, it's good I, i'm so proud of her it's we need more directors don't we we need especially more female directors yeah, yeah. we need more female directors you know so it's I'm, i was happy i'm happy to see that you know i hope she you know keeps going on and you know she becomes a director in her own yeah. right i mean you know as well that yeah. once you a lot of people say once you get the taste for directing it's very difficult to stop you, you're like oh i want to do it again yes like, yeah yes it's 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 the best it's hard work because basically the entire film rests on your shoulder yeah yeah but it's such a rush you know doing it and you telling the story your way it's there's some freedom there's it's empowering it's empowering it's 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 a very great job and you know i admire those that do it full-time you know i direct films but those that are doing it like uh, the best thing i love about filmmaking in in general and being a filmmaker is the collaboration process Mm. i think that's you know filmmaking in general should be all about collaboration Mm. and this featurette really showed that that she had this incredible team behind her. Yes. And she said that she's grown up with this team doing all three seasons with them. And mm-hmm. then what Jessica Jones has done really well is have in all three seasons, uh, female directors mm. directing the it outweighs the male directors, in the, which is really good. I mm. think it's a good, it's a step forward. Isn't yeah, it? it's a hundred percent a step forward. 
And the fact that she's had all these incredible female directors help her along the way and teach her, mm. when she actually comes down to it, she's got that knowledge and background of what to do. And the fact that you know she is Jessica Jones, mm. she knows how this show should be done, the tone of the show, yeah. the pacing of the show. So yeah, I- I'm I'm really looking forward to the episode that she directs. Yeah, I mean, those are two key words you use, and we'll talk about it, especially when I'm talking about Black Mirror, but the tone and... Um, you said tone and pacing yes those are very two those are two things that really need to be kept consistent across episodes and seasons and um, any episode that just drops it or takes it up higher you know nothing there's something up with that episode or there's something up with that season yeah because it's all going to be about consistency it has to be it has to be and once you lose it people will lose it yeah and and I'm not worried about this show the one thing that the Netflix shows have been good at the Marvel ones is consistency Mm. they've all like they may not be uh, as inconsistent in quality but in in terms of the way they have shot and -hmm. directed Mm -hmm. pretty consistent like they all sort of look and act the same way yeah I think I read it somewhere that Netflix, it's an internal thing. Netflix only signs, only, they, they don't like going beyond three seasons. Yes, I've heard that as yeah. well. Ten episodes, Ten episodes three, three seasons. seasons. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the sort of formula they like. Yeah, they said Black Mirror was an exception. Black Mirror has gone five. Or, yeah. You know, but, and the, fir- the first two, I think the first season of Black Mirror was on Channel 4 before netflix bought the rights so mm. technically next list has only done like four seasons mm. but um yeah it's the same with um, going back to lucifer like the previous seasons before it got cancelled mm. uh they had like 15 episodes plus some mm. episodes like broke 20 or something like that yes yeah. some seasons and then this latest season it's 10 mm. so I'm like, well when, when you think of the money that yeah yeah, yeah. They, they pumped a lot more money into these shows yeah, yeah that's why then i think they could do 15 but now they can't it's yeah. too expensive Cool. So another show that had a lot of money pumped into it, and you could definitely tell by the first episode, was Swamp Thing. Mm. Now, literally six days, not even a week, six days after the first episode premieres, mm. we get this report out coming out, Swamp Thing has been cancelled. Wow. We yeah. Re- we reviewed, we saw the trailer last week, didn't we? Yeah, we, we reviewed the trailer last yeah. week, and the episode came out that week. Mm. And you know, I watched the episode, loved it. Honestly, it was so good. Like the t- like what we just talking about, the mm. tone of the show, the ambience is perfect. They got this creepy, atmospheric tone, which is awesome. And then obviously the acting's great, the story is great, the dialogue is very well written. High production value, mm. very high production value. And I think it leads into the story where the Swamp Thing got cancelled. So I'm thinking, this is this has never happened before, really. Surely, like a week after a show's premiered, it's got cancelled. Yeah. So I started doing some digging to see, see uh, mm-hmm. what's all the news about. Yeah. Uh, and from a website, the website that reported this was mm. bloodydisgusting.com. Mm-hmm. And it was all sorts of things going on. Basically, this was shot in, let me get the state right. I don't want to mess this. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of film studios, as you know, are moving out of LA because it's so expensive to shoot there. So they go for tax reasons into these other states. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they calculated a tax rebate. So if you produce something there, they give you so much back. And Warner Brothers apparently miscalculated that. So they overspent the budget and they got less in the tax rebate than they thought they were going to get, which is initially this series was meant to have 13 episodes. Before it premiered, it was like 
uh-uh, it's gone down to 10. So they had to cut the last three episodes or, or something's happened there. Uh, the executives were not happy with this amount of money that was miscommunicated and stuff like that. So it fallouts before the episode, the premiered, all this was happening. And they were also worried about the whole DC Universe streaming platform as a whole. Mm. About how many subscribers it's bringing in, how niche is the market, etc., etc. So this is all a lot of business. And, you know, for me, it seems like it's a big middle finger to mm. the, the creators of the show. Mm. Because I think a lot of these kinks could have been worked out without cancelling the show. You know, just off the top of my head, move location, something like that. Maybe invest less in the budget in the next season, you know, scale it back. But you didn't have to... I don't think you had to cancel the show after one week. I mean, these initial... After report, one season. One, one episode. Wait. They've but they've shot the season. So, so, so the se- season <laughs> one is going to carry on going. Yeah, of course. With, yeah. But that's it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the series is cancelled and mm. i'm just like what mm. well to be fair here's what i think i think i think it's gonna come back i think it's they say it's cancelled now maybe like in 2020 or 2021 i think it's kind of gonna come back it's probably it's more a retreat to advance kind of thing that's what i think personally but you know we it hurts but money is money and a business is a business and a business is there to make money it's a movie business to us it's entertainment to this them. is hollywood yeah yeah this happens exactly to them is business to to us it's like oh these stupid execs but there are people who need to pay their mortgages who work there who if they don't make money they will go broke so you know you got to think of those people too although it hurts because mm. i haven't seen it but from the trailer we saw last week and from what you're telling me... And the reviews as well have been stellar. Wow. Like th- this has been the highest rated DC show ever. Mm, wow. So, so, like, yeah, the fans and, and audience and critics both love it. Um, there's also some other rumors that uh, Warner Brothers as a whole, because they've done this big merger with AT&T, mm-hmm. that I think they want to release their own streaming service, like a Warner Media Right. So like oh, a huge okay. one, a huge right. with everything Warner mm. in general, very much like Disney Plus, yeah. where you're going to have everything in-house. And I think they're probably looking at options for this DC Universe, maybe to mm. bring it under this umbrella. That makes sense. Uh, with HBO being in there as well, I yeah. saw. So I mean, that makes sense. But thing is, I think, you know, like we're saying off air that we are now in that in the golden age of streaming services and things like this are going to come. And very soon... Every every company with money will have a, st- a streaming service. You will. I w- don't be surprised. Next thing you know, Facebook is going to announce a streaming service. Oh God! Yo, no. See what will happen. Facebook was first It'd of all. Cr- no. I, thing is, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. You know, Facebook I wouldn't be surprised. Amazon. Okay, Amazon has already done it. Um, Twitter will do a Facebook when they start making money. They'll do it. They will have a streaming service. You know, they'll start with a TV show, and people will love it. And next thing you know, they will branch it out. They will buy a couple of shows and they'll start it up. Yeah, but it's how long you can survive. That's the thing. Because when you have heavyweights like Netflix mm-hmm. and Amazon in the game, mm. and also in America, you have a Hulu, which is very good over here. We have Now yep. TV. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, with these new streaming services coming in now, Apple TV Plus, for example, yep. I'm just, I'm, for that one, I'm a bit like, I don't know. Let's see, mm-hmm. but this one could crumble. Yeah. But on the other hand, when you have Disney Plus, I'm like, that's gonna kill it. Yeah. That's gonna take all the money. Yeah. That's. 
Yeah. No, what Disney, what Disney has done is just phenomenal. Yeah. The guys at Disney, the business brains, the people who are actually making the business happen, they are just the I, I you know, yeah. I, Uncle Bob, Bob Iger. Yeah, Bob Iger. I mean, he is. Um, no, he's something. He's he's, he's, a, and, he's a different um, breed. He's what's his? He, I think he said that the Disney Plus is going to be his legacy at Disney. I think because uh, his con- obviously these executives, you know, these CEOs, they don't last there forever. They do have a point where I'm going to step out. And I think he said somewhere in 2024, 25, that he's stepping down. Mm. He well, wants to leave this legacy behind. You know, mm. Galaxy's Edge. You know, this <laughs> new Star Wars land, Disney Plus. You know, he bought marvel he bought star wars over to disney he's probably gonna be like cool i'm gonna uh, he's he's um he's done a great job and the second guy i can't remember his name who left um who was in i think that guy was in warner brothers then he moved to i can't remember his name so we'll not talk about him but back to the streaming service and what you were saying about um it's gonna be a survival of the fittest it is yeah you know today is. we have ebay and amazon but rewind like seven to eight years ago we had like 50 online stores shops like of that had the same business model of amazon and ebay but these ones they just you know survive. they survived and now it's just if you want to buy something online it's either amazon or those eBay. are the two first those places are the two you should... exactly you know there, or there's obviously others out there but those yeah, are the two those first. Are the two, yeah it's the same in the streaming services the two first you check out is netflix and amazon exactly you know so now Disney is coming. Once Disney They'll comes, they'll be in, the third. Yeah, time. I think um, I if Amazon doesn't up the ante, if mm-hmm. they don't, you know, if they don't invest in, the, the, I think Amazon is just there because it's there. Yeah, it, it was there for there's, the taking. There's some good quality shows on there. I'm not gonna lie, there is some good stuff on there. Yeah, well, there are, there is, but you know, you like even even going on their website. It's not beautiful. The interface the could interface, be better. Yeah, yeah and yeah. this is 2019. Go on Netflix. Go on. It's beautiful. Yeah. You want That's to stay there. That's one thing I will give Apple TV Plus. The interface looks gorgeous. I haven't. Seen, have you? Have yeah, you seen, yeah. Uh, they've shown out things oh, or what it's going to look like and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it does look really nice. Yeah, because these little things. If people like what they're seeing, they will remain there. The interface is extremely important. It's important, yeah. and I'm like, for all the money that Amazon has, it's very clunky. Yeah. It's just very, yeah, you know, and I don't think they have the best shows, to be honest. The best show... No, I think overall Netflix has better quality, but it, I you can't deny that some really good shows on Amazon. Like, yeah. you know, Preacher for me yeah. is, is so good. Yeah. Uh, that's on there. Um, um, what else? You, Vikings was there. Yeah, v- Vikings. I mean, that's more of a history channel thing, but still, it's... Mr. Yeah. Mr. Robot. Yeah. yeah. Mr. It, Robot was there. You know, they, they do some have really good American sh- gods. They do have some good stuff, but... In comparison to Netflix, yeah. Yeah, they have just a fraction of what yeah. Netflix has. But anyway, if you guys are a fan of Swamp Thing, go on social media everywhere. I've been doing it, and you want to see this show continue, hashtag save Swamp Thing. I know I'll be rooting for this series to continue going. Even if DC Universe don't continue it, somebody else pick it up to continue the show going, because after one episode... I'm all in. You say episode, one season. Oh, episode, you're all in. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen the rest of the season yet. <laughs> we'll find out. But yeah, you know, I, I think personally, I'm just sharing the story. Obviously, I heard, I, know the, I, knew, I heard the headline, but I didn't know the story. So I'm just sharing it. But I personally think it's more a retreat to advance rather than a white flag, a give up kind of thing. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So in keeping with DC, mm. Warner Brothers... 
the big news that nobody expected. They're going to be skipping Hall H panels at Comic-Con this year. Now, for people who don't know, Hall H is the biggest hall inside the San Diego Com uh, Convention area, where basically the biggest studios like Marvel and Warner Brothers release their slate of movies, show trailers, bring the actors and directors out to talk about the upcoming films and projects they've got going on. And Warner Brothers have always had a huge presence there. Uh, going back, you know, from the Dark Knight movie and stuff like that, mm. that's where they showed the first Man of Steel footage. That's mm -hmm. where they announced Batman vs. Superman. And the crowd went crazy. <laughs> that's where they showed the first Batman vs. Superman trailer and Wonder Woman, all these huge trailers that we've, you know, that it's almost these conventions, the whole H, started the trailer fascination, like making these trailers to be these big events mm. sort of thing. Mm. And I'm kind of bummed out that they're, they're, they're missing out this year because if they had been there this year, they would have promoted Joker, Birds of Prey, and uh, Wonder Woman 84. Mm. So I'm kind of a bit bummed out that they're yeah. not doing it. And they've not given a reason for this? Do you know what? I think the CEO is going to resign. He, he already yeah. has. He yeah. already stepped down. Kevin Sujahara. When, yeah. when did that happen? We talked about this on the show a few weeks back. Jeez, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't, no, that's I didn't good. Hear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this sounds to me like there's when a change of there, power. Yeah, there's a change of power. There's a complete reshuffling. internal reshuffling internally. So well, that's especially what's happening. because this this merger, business AT&T have just bought Warner with Warner Media. They've just combined. Mm. This is big business merger that's yeah. just happened. So, yeah. There's a lot going on there as yeah, well. Yeah, which is probably why they've canceled Swamp thing and they're looking at all these other things yeah. as well. Yeah, so they, I think they want to just re. I think they just want to re-strategize their whole idea. What re-strategize what they're going to be doing for the next ten years? Yeah. So that's why I think they've done that. Yeah. But the, yeah, I'm bummed. And it's not too. just DC as well. It's all Warner Brothers properties. Yeah. Like anything they've got coming up. So yeah. Yeah, but that's well, that's the only thing. I'm just a bit bummed. Yeah, it, it it sucks because trailers is one thing. You know, yeah. I don't listen to I usually don't have the time to watch the panels but trailers is something i look yeah. forward to whenever it's, it's coming comic cons the they become this huge event now though it's like people like like oh even if you're not going you're like yeah. you're, you're on the internet waiting for these trailers, trailers to drop and, yeah. and people are at the convention talking about what they've seen and what they've heard and it, it's huge now so but no one of brothers no one of brothers but marvel they're going to be there they went there last year or the year before Mm -hmm. But they're going to be there this year, so we'll see. Was it, and Disney doesn't do Comic-Con, do they? Not really, no. Mm. Not really. Do you but think they'll change they, they've now? Got, no, because they've got their own convention, the D23 convention, which is this year in August, yeah. which they're going to show... I mean, this is a completely different topic, but that was announced as well, that they're going to be showing footage of The Mandalorian. First exclusive footage, so that means it's not just going to be for the people there. They're going to be probably releasing it online mm. for the general yeah. masses to see. Um as well as they're going to have a Marvel show and stuff. So loads going to be announced there. Mm. Well, just, well, now that Disney has everything, because, That's because the Fox... Disney's big enough to have their own convention. Yeah, they, they, they kind of are. Yeah. They are the only ones With that Pixar can. With yeah. Pixar as well, and their own, you know, the yeah. Disney movies. They've got enough. I think, it. yeah, you're, you're right there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And in relation to DC as well... Patty Jenkins basically confirmed it that DC that Warner Brothers were going to be skipping Hall H at Comic Con this year, but she s released this amazing, shiny, colorful, just gorgeous poster of Wonder Woman eighty four, mm. and 
Just there, we see Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman in her amazing golden eagle armor, mm -hmm. which I can't believe they're going there, but this is the world we live in now. Yeah. And man, this this poster for me, I have one thing to say to you. What? 80s. Yeah. That's it's it's, it's very, 80s it's all very over. Very colorful. It has the 80s colors. It has that. I feel they might go the whole Guardians of. The, you have that whole Guardians of the Galaxy. Very colorful, big soundtracks, nostalgic soundtrack kind of thing. But yeah, the golden. I noticed that the golden armor. That's um. This is probably what's going to happen at the end of the movie. That's the final she, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be so awesome, man. Yeah, I, can't, get it, I can't wait for this movie. I mean, we both of us here were we love the first the one. First you know, one, Patty yeah. Jenkins killed it. Yeah. Uh, so she's coming back to do eighty four. I have ultimate confidence that she's going to knock it out the park again. It's you know you've said this before that this the hardest thing to do is the second one, which is whether it's the second film or the second season or the, it's the always the hardest. It is so, the hardest. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But if there's one director I have faith in, it's Patty Jenkins. Yeah. On, and, you know, we've got Kristen Wiig as playing Cheetah. I am really excited that it takes place in the 80s mm -hmm. because I think that's uh, in in the 80s, in our world, George Perez took over the Wonder Woman run in, in DC Comics, and that's arguably one of the best run mm. in, Wonder, in DC Comics history of Wonder Woman. I love that run so much, and I hope they're going to draw a lot of inspiration from that. And... From the poster already, I can see that with the use of the colors that they're using, and she's got that very big '80s hair look. Yeah. That you know, you know, the big yeah. curls like yeah. that's so '80s, and I, curls, I, I, yeah. I love it. I love it. And why, why are they, why are they going to the park? Why, what was that decision? Why, why? I, d I don't know. Nothing. Patty Jenkins just wanted to go to that period in time. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> she obviously covered the nineteen. Eight, well, the 19 teens during the First World War, mm. and then she's now jumping to the 80s. Yeah, well. I would imagine if she, which I think she will be doing a third Wonder Woman movie, mm -hmm. that will probably take place in modern time. Yeah, the third one will be great, you know, but she okay. needs to cover this second this one. This second one is the I hardest one to make. It is because this second one will determine if there will be a third mm. one, you know. So I'm really rooting for her because I love this poster and I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. That film was one of my top for last year. So, was it last year? 2017. Was so two of, years ago. Two years ago. Seems so yeah. recent. Two, doesn't and, it? and we are exactly one year away before this film. Comes yeah. Out June, June 2020. June 2020. June 5th, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Countdowns. Are they still shooting or is they in post? I, no, no. Principal photography is wrapped. Okay. So, cool. they're, they're in post. No doubt they'll go back for some reshoots. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, principal photography is done. Nice. Nice. Cool. So that brings us to the end of the movie and TV news. So we're going to head over to our favorite place, and that is the trailer park. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. So, Andy, yeah. last week was mainly filled with horror trailers. Mm -hmm. We sort of continue that with scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. This is the new movie by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. And this is the second trailer to come out. Yeah. And what did you think, Andy? Um, not impressed. No? No, I'm not. Because I've seen... Have you not seen this before? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, well, okay, yeah, they had the book. The book, they opened the book. Some crazy shit happened and a lot of people died. End of story. How many times are we going to see this happening? And it's just the same type of horror. There has to be a point where these studios, these filmmakers will be like, 
we are over this we we need to chill and give us a different type of horror film like when the trailer started i watched it watched it watched it to a point and when they got to the house immediately i saw the house i, I just gave up i was like nah because i've seen this so many times it looks good you know and like i was saying to you earlier that um i'm off here was that people are no long you can't bring in audiences in now because of production value because my movie was beautiful that's why people will watch it it's not enough anymore because you go on netflix there are literally hundreds of films that look good that look so that have big explosions and massive cgi budget and all of that it's no longer a thing so now people i think are no longer tripped by those things they really want new interesting content and unfortunately i don't think this film is going to give that to them so i'm not impressed mm. to be honest no i completely agree with you i was up up to about the same point where we got to the house and i thought okay this is starting to look a oh, bit familiar to you yeah no i had the same thought yeah, oh, yeah. Really? It's, it's, okay. it's starting to look kind of familiar we've yeah. seen this now the only reason I'm still hoping up hope mm. is because it's, it's Del Toro. Del Toro yeah. Now, as we know, I'm a huge I'm a huge Del Toro fan. Mm. You know, most most of the stuff he produces and does is good quality stuff. Yeah. It's good, you know, and it's a new take on what we've seen before. So that's why I'm hoping up on this. Now, guaranteed it's gonna look good. Mm. Because it's Del Toro. Yes. Now there's one thing looking good and there's one thing looking good as Del Toro. He almost takes it to another level with mm -hmm. the aesthetic of his movies. They're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Just to, I could watch those movies without the sound yeah. and be perfectly entertained. Yeah. You know? I think where Del Toro shines is when he's allowed to build a world. Yes, he's great at world building. Yes. He did that with Hellboy yes. and, and Labyrinth. Yeah, and um, the one that won the Oscars, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Yeah. That had like a, you know, you could easily do a sequel or yeah. spin-off movies of, yeah. that, of that world. So. Yeah. so he does that very well. So what, I'm not quite certain when you bring him in a modern, like, the world we all live in. I don't know how well he plays in that ballpark. So, you know. It'll be interesting as well because this movie, uh, I have to confirm this, but I don't believe it's rated R. I do believe it's rated PG-13. It's 13. You could see it. Yeah, from yeah it's a PG-13 film. So you're not going to get like the standard horror tropes that we, you know, it's not going to have the blood and the gore, which I've said before many times, you don't need to have no. blood and gore for a film to be scary. Yeah. It's all about tone. 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 Yeah. That's especially in horror. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part of, of a horror film, if you ask me, is the tone of the film yeah. and the ambiance. Mm -hmm. Like, um, what's that horror film we watched? Um, I know we both, the, um, we saw on Halloween. Hall um, Halloween? Halloween? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Has it's about slashing. It's a slasher thing, but there's hardly any blood. It's not a bloody movie. <laughs> you know, it's not I think blood went It was just the, the ambience of the movie. Exactly. Though. It's just the way they tell the story, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not we're, we're not so we we both agree on this one. It's yeah. Yeah. trailer, not impressed with the trailer, mm. but I'm still hoping up hope because yeah. it's Del Toro. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So the next trailer, we're going up into space. Mm. And that is, this is the first time I've actually seen any footage regarding the content that's going to come out on Apple TV+. Plus. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen anything. I've never. Yeah, yeah. 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 so it's this first is time. yeah first time for both of us. I was curious what I wanted to... I'm sorry for interrupting you there, Go but ahead. what I wanted to... I'm curious what, when, you, when I saw the stuff, because I wanted to see how they introduce 
you know how when Netflix, you see a Netflix original and you see that their new logo. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to see how the Apple TV will introduce their shows and how they'll sign off with the logo in the end. Quite boring, but it's it, something you would expect from Apple. I thought the, the way it looked. The way anyway. it looked, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, anyway. but anyway, so this series, yeah, it's a series. It's called For All Mankind, and so I, w- I started watching the beginning of the trailer. Is it a series? Yeah, it's a series, yeah. I, th- I thought it was a film. No, no, it's a series. So I started watching this and it was like, you know, the 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 rush to the moon mm-hmm. sort of era. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I was kind of a bit like, uh, we, we haven't we just seen this with First Man, with Ryan Gosling? Uh, and I, that was good, don't get me wrong. But I was like, haven't we already seen this? And then they did that twist where mm-hmm. the Soviets actually landed. landed. And I was like... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, you've, you've got my attention now. And then the, the trailer builds and it builds and I'm not going to lie, this looks good. This looks good. You know, I don't need to say anything because you said exactly what I was going to say. Immediately, I, it, it opened up and I still watched I was like, are we still doing this space thing? Are, are we still doing this? this thing about space and going to the moon? Are we still there? Then I saw... What? The Russians? The Red Moon, or what they call it? The Red, the red Moon, yeah. The Red Moon. I was like, oh, this is new. But I thought it was a film. And then it related to, it's not just about landing to the moon, it's about going to other planets. And then, you know, they mentioned in the trailer, there's water on the moon. And you're like, mm. what? Yeah. So I thought, okay, no, you've got my attention. So this, yeah, some kind of, this looks good. This, this lo- would be one. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give Apple TV Plus a try, mm-hmm. maybe for like a month or two, just to see how it is. But this rule looks like it's going to be one of the series that's going to draw me to it. Yeah, I mean, I will give, I will do the 30-day trial thing because yeah. everybody will, but um, we'll see. But no, if this was on Netflix, I would be watching it today. That's so what I mean. yeah, so it, it looks, it looks good. good. Yeah, and it has a good cast, doesn't it? Yeah, I did. what were some of the names attached to I it? I don't know their names, but um, I, I don't know his name, but that guy who was in, um, he was in Suicide Squad, he was in, Oh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. There he is, yes. Okay. He's really good. He was also in uh, Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. That was the one I wanted to mention, yeah, but Suicide yeah. Squad came out from my mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but he, yeah. Was, he was okay. He was, he was, he was, yeah. Okay, in Suicide Squad, it was just the film. That yeah, let exactly. Down. What the material? But no, he was uh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely all for it. So Apple TV Plus, if you keep on, you know, and if this show's good and they carry on making shows like this that are good, mm. you've, you know, you've got my money. You know, like. yeah, you know. Back to what I was saying about Amazon. You know, everybody knows Netflix is number one when it comes to street for now. Is number one. That number two is Amazon right now, but it's a very shaky number two. Mm-hmm. And if they don't up their game, Amazon. Apple TV is just going to come and sit in there. And um, Disney? No, Disney is going to kick off Netflix. Well, yeah. <laughs> Disney, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Disney yeah. is not even going to be on that number two level. So, you know, but very soon Apple, Amazon becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Like, what show? You know, you, you know Netflix. There are some shows you know. Netflix, Netflix originals, for. yeah. Exactly. You know them for. What can you say? And you know what's going to be in Star Wars, um, in Disney, um, in Disney Plus. In, yes, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, you know it's going to be Star Wars, Star Wars stuff, and all of that. What can you say about Amazon? Like you're looking at it, and you're like, like, huh, I know about it. I know there's stuff on it, but nothing. doesn't draw you yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, doesn't. let's be honest. I I mainly pay for Prime for the delivery service. Me too. You know. So <laughs> you know, I didn't even know I had Amazon Prime. Same. It, it same. Was just I, in the, I, I sort of found out on by accident. Yeah. I was like. Oh, I've got access to all of this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't I was realize that. Like, yeah, I was only just paying for f- delivery. Yeah. And next thing I know, I have the streaming service. So, yeah. Uh, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> anyway, so from the small screen, we head back to the big screen. Mm. 
And uh, Andy, I know you're excited for this movie, and this oh. is the latest trailer for Shafts. And I don't think they could have said the f bomb any more in a trailer. <laughs> Man, this oh this trailer, God. this movie, I just I can't wait. This movie is gonna be so good. This is gonna be the comedy of the of the summer. I yeah, think. this is the Black Klansman of 2019. Yeah, but, know, but with the humor up. Uh, yeah, this ups, is yeah. gonna be way better than Black Klansman, which was already. A Do hit. you think it's gonna be better than Black Klansman? By far. Oh, I, 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 can, I can't see as a move. I can't see that. But Black Panther was good though. I say this, but Black. I'm sorry. Black Klansman was good. That's though. what I mean. I yeah. don't think. I don't think on an emotional level it can hit that. Yeah, but comedy wise, it's got it. Yeah, this it, is. Oh, hilarious. Like, it's one of those films where every single scene is going to make you laugh. You know, and this is going to be a great movie. I am just... I, you know I'm going to watch this one. Yeah, I'm going to watch yeah, this one as well. Know, 100%. Like, this one is not... When we're doing the review of this film, it's not even going to be that thing we do where we say DVD, cinema, or it's, TV. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cinema. Cinema, it's definitely. It, it, I mean, it's got Sammy J. Yeah. Start. That immediately brings you in and then they've got the old the, shaft, the original shaft, the original shaft, shaft yeah. coming back from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And then this new breed and I love that it's yeah. the millennial sort of look and mm-hmm. look and life and then yeah. and he's like, you know, the two old, they're so old school yeah. and he, he's got to come to terms with that. And mm-hmm. oh, but at the same time, it's not the classic old school versus new school because if you see that time Shaft put on the radio and he was playing like, um, young, he was playing one of these contemporary, modern day, modern yeah. day artists. So Shaft, even though he's old school, he's still cool. He's, uh, he's part of the cool gang. He, yeah, he's a cool kid, but part of the old school kind of thing. And it's just going to be so good to see those three generations of Shaft. Yeah. It's this it's film. I, th- I think we won't get as much of the original Shaft as we think. Yeah. We're gonna, I think he's going to have maybe one, two scenes. Mm-hmm. Couple of, but yeah. it would mainly be Sammy J and the new guy. Yeah, it's sort of like um, um, this guy in um, Star Wars. Um, the guy who gave Millennium Falcon away. Uh, Han? No, not Han. The guy who gave Han to Millennium Lando. Falcon. Lando. Yes, yeah, Lando, like yeah. seeing Lando in um, The Rise of Skywalker. It yeah. probably wouldn't be... Something like that, yeah. yeah. Cameos, yeah. But, no, this is going to be great. I am looking forward to this film. It's so hilarious. It's rated R, not for kids. Because yeah, this is, this, is, this is, for me, a another summer blockbuster. Yes. One that I'm just going to go... It just, I'm not going to focus too much on the story. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just going in to have a good time. Yeah. And this is Samuel Jackson in his element. This yes, is, this is him. This is him. This is where he wants to be. And if, and this, other, is, this is if um, Nick Fury was rated R. Yes, like, exactly. This is exactly. You see? Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about it, but that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. That's a very good way to put it. But yeah, this is Samuel Jackson in his element. You yeah. know? Everything else he does is him having to work hard to be those thing those type of characters but here it's but like just be yourself him. yeah this is him and i think that's why tarantino loves him because tarantino loves <sighs> that part of him to um no this is great i am looking forward to this mainly for samuel jackson if it wasn't samuel oh, yeah, jackson 100%. you know we probably wouldn't and it's be a shaft with, movie as well you know we all love a good shaft yeah. movie that sort of 70s, 70s. kick ass that yeah. the music Shing, yeah, yeah the karate yeah, sort of yeah, style yeah love that old school stuff mm-hmm. man yeah so this is great the yeah. movie is called shaft guys go yep, check, check the trailer it out. out trailer out yeah and to end our visit at the trailer park we have brad pitt in this new sci-fi epic ad astra now this again very much like the for all mankind movie Mm -hmm. start watching the beginning of the trailer and then you know what he's in space and then he 
you know, he, something happens, he falls off, and I go, oh, this is going to be like gravity. Gravity, yeah. Me too. And I, I thought he's going to be stranded, and he's, oh, there's a rush to clock, and I thought, okay. But no, again, it twists it on its tail, mm -hmm. and then it's it's something much deeper. Looks quite complex, actually, yes. the story of this. Mm. That the, um, his father was experimenting with this material that could somehow disrupt our solar system, and he got he they were working on this project that got sent out to look for alien life and all sorts of things. Mm. And then the trailer just gets more and more intense into this plot, and I'm I'm in. Yeah, I, I'm 100 in, and of course I'm going to see anything with Mr. Pitt on there. Yeah, anything with Brad Pitt, even if it's just him looking in the camera. Yeah, he, for I could watch minutes, him. I'll just I could watch I could watch him watching paint dry. Yeah. Honestly, I'm with you on that one, and I'll drive you to the cinema to watch yeah, that. Yeah, that's Honestly, what I mean. Yeah, you know, Brad Pitt is so like immediately. It's when I saw it was a space thing, I was like, oh my god, another space movie. But in my head, I was like, but that's Brad Pitt. But first of all, can I just say that this was a very, very good trailer. Very good trailer. Very good trailer. It's not one of those that tell you everything. They just tell you the plot, what it is, what the conflict is going to be, the type of movie is, who is in it. It was this is it was a very good trailer, if not for anything. Yeah, without spoiling anything. Without spoiling anything. I do like there was a car chase. Did you see the car chase in yes. on the moon? That was cool. But um There's gonna be a couple of action scenes that are just gonna be like, Whoa, that came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. But that car chase, I was like, that was really cool. That was, yeah. it's sort of it, it gave me the same feeling. You know how when we first saw the trailer of John Wick and we saw him on a horse, yeah, with the samurai sword attacking people on bikes a fighting yeah, people yeah. that whole combination of shouldn't like, work it shouldn't work but, it, but does. it does that was the same feeling I had like I saw a car ch a, a chase a car chase on the moon and they were shooting each other it shouldn't work <laughs> for gravity reasons but it just works yeah you yeah. some of those things you just sort of let let fly yeah that's, that's yeah. the that's the point of Hollywood in, a, yeah. in, a, in filmmaking you know you so there are some things that you just have to accept yeah because if it was too realistic, then it kind of get a bit boring. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. hey, that's the way. F for me, this film, it looks really good. And of course, I don't think... It doesn't look like it has Oscar level. You know, it's not. It's not. Sort of vibes. Mm -hmm. But it looks, it looks more mature than like a common blockbuster mm. if you know what i mean i yeah. think it's got in that in that sort of middle range mm -hmm. where it's going to give us something a bit to think about but nothing too com yeah. crazy like yeah i say it's, it's one of those it's not yeah it's not a blockbuster it's not yeah, it's made, a bit more than a blockbuster yeah it's sort of like it's one of those films where you're scrolling they're like oh but it's also a big film because yeah, so it looks like it's got a big budget behind it well it's got brad pitt you Wait, already yeah you yeah. don't call brad pitt to do nonsense and he yeah. wouldn't even be in a film that exactly. isn't yeah and he's at a stage in his career where he looks at the script and goes if he doesn't like it he'll yeah. no exactly he'll he be doesn't there. have to yeah. he doesn't some have to yeah. yeah some actors right now you take you, whatever you can they'll get take whatever they get looking at you Chris Hemsworth in Men in Black but uh, yeah they'll take whatever they can get you know and you get that because everybody's got to make a living but you know now you're correct Brad Pitt is not like that so the fact he's in a movie that there's something about that movie that is really cool but no it it, it, it looks good and um i think it's going to be one of those movies where you a lot of it's one of the, you're scrolling through your netflix or your skybox or whatever and you're just scrolling through and you just see the film and you're like huh i didn't realize a brad pitt had this movie then you just watch it and you just have a good time then you just move on yeah. it, it's not this film though i'm definitely gonna check this out in the cinema you know yeah certainly i mean yeah but it's not it's not gonna be 
I think when we review- It won't be like a must watch in the yeah, cinema. Yeah, exactly. But for yeah. me personally, I always like to, anything to do with space, I have to go to the cinema just for the sound. Mm. Oh, okay. Because there's you, you, there's, you just can't beat that. Mm. Even if you have top range speakers in your house, I'm sorry, you just can't beat the surround system they have in the cinema. And when mm. it's used when it's used well, the sound design in space can be awesome, like gravity. Yeah, so. the, the ironic thing is in space, there's no sound. But that's well, well, there's sound, but you can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, amazing, but... Um, it's you know it's 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 when we're reviewing the you know at the end of the year when we're doing our movie re review of the year and all that we won't remember this film. No, it's it one of those films where it will just pass. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows? Like I said, I'm always a bit like I'll wait till I see it. Yeah, but, well, but it's true. it's one of those films that I'm looking forward to seeing. Mm. I'm not like I'm excited to see it. I, it's more I'm look. I have different things. I have uh, ex excited to see this film, looking forward to it. Mm. I'll go see it. Mm. And then nah, nah, nah. Yeah, but I'm a huge, I'm a huge. Brad, yeah. So this Brad is uh, looking forward to seeing it. Okay. That's so that's where it sort of stands for me. I'm a huge Brad Pitt fan. So like we said, whatever he, there are few few actors that do that. Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, Sammy J, Sam Jackson. You know, just a few actors that whatever they are in, I will watch. And he's so one of them. He's one of them, yeah. of course. And that's it. That is our short stint at the trailer park. And with that, we'll go into the next section of our show. And that is our movie and TV review. Look. You're special, Gene. And if you stop fighting that force inside you, if you embrace it, he will possess the very power of a god. So this week, we're going to do something a bit different to yeah. what we've done before. Yes. Previous weeks, we have both reviewed a movie or TV show at the mm -hmm. same time. Yeah. But this week, I've seen something that ND hasn't, and ND's seen something that I haven't. Yes. So we're going to do like a mini review of each thing that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off first. Yeah. This will be a movie, and it's the one that people have, you know, I'm sure if you're a comic book fan, you know this movie's coming out, and that is X-Men Dark Phoenix, the last X-Men movie of the whole Fox X-Men universe sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So this movie, it's it wasn't a train wreck. It wasn't. Or? It wasn't a train wreck. Okay. It was. It was better than I thought it would have. It's. It's still not. An amazing movie at all. It's it's okay. It's it had some really good moments in there, and there's some really flat, bad moments in there. But overall, the film is entertaining enough that it wasn't a train wreck. You know, there was I saw some reviews saying this is the worst X Men yeah. movie, and I thought, oh okay, I read what, those two, what yeah. are we gonna get into here? And uh, this is definitely not the worst X Men movie. There's some <laughs> pretty bad ones out there. This one's definitely not on that level, although there's still a lot that could have been done. Like, overall, it wasn't, for me, a satisfying conclusion to this story. And there's a couple of different elements about that. Now, the first one, I think, is the actual story itself, Dark Phoenix. Mm. That storyline, for me, that should be like an endgame sort of movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it, it needs to be like this 10th movie in this you know you've grown up with these characters going on and on like it's arguably the most popular x-men storyline ever written 
and it just felt like you know the previous movie which was apocalypse we just met these characters mm -hmm. and it and it went from that movie to this which felt like we've missed a lot here mm -hmm. like there's a huge gap so when you're actually coming down to the characters gene gray and cyclops it was okay their chemistry but it's like we didn't you haven't earned it do you know mm -hmm. what i mean you, you it's been rushed i thought to get to this point I just feel like it should have. This should have been at least a two-parter style film that you go into another one, but it just—that's what it was. It just seemed rushed to me in terms of that. So that's why I fall on that one. Um, it could have been better handled in that sense. So what did you like? What I liked about it, there are some really good things about it, and that is again these thespian actors. James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, mm. they kill it. Mm. They, like every single thing they're in, they kill it. Mm. And especially in these movies, since First Class, they've been knocking it out of the park with these characters. I love the relationship and the chemistry they both have. Like they just eat the screen in anything they're in, especially Fassbender. He, I, I, in this movie, he has some proper, wicked, awesome Magneto moments where mm. he's just controlling and wrecking shop and you're like oh this guy like, i love magneto he's, he's a good magneto isn't he he's feel he, there's an evil thing about when he's playing that role yes. of magneto you feel this guy is, is evil genius you he know? is an evil yeah. genius and he's so badass doing it as mm -hmm. well and fastbender captures that perfectly what ian mckellen did you know in in the original x-men movies so that's what i liked about that the acting in some of the places was quite good but it's some of the lines the dialogue they were given it just felt flat. flat. Yeah, flat. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, again, I th she I th she keeps phoning it in with these movies, with these <laughs> X movies. She was great in she was great in First Class and in uh, Days of Future Past, but then in Apocalypse, she completely phoned it in. Yeah. It was like, why am I here? And she did it again with this one. And then, really? you know, this is spoiler alerts. And then this is not really a spoiler because the director spoiled this in the trailer and that is mystique dies in the movie mm. and you know it's really bad when you have a character like mystique who's you know she's been a t t uh, lead character of the last four movies played mm. by a-list actress jennifer lawrence and when a character like that dies you should care i didn't care yeah you know the the, the the emotional weight just was not there yeah i mean there is was there anybody from the original x-men that still was still there Gene Hackman wasn't there. Um, from the original movies? The original, you know, the X-Men ones, the ones that had um, Hackman as, as the Wolverine. Um, oh, Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine. No, so, no, no. Uh, Wolverine was not in this movie. Uh, the, only, the only original ones were, what do you call them? Uh, James McAvoy. Even him wasn't original because that was... the. the, the yeah, was yeah he, but always he plays a younger version of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, from that original one, no, no, nobody... Yeah. Nobody, yeah. This is, like, a complete different rendition. This is before they were coming out. Uh, one person I did really like is Alexandra Ship as Storm. Loved her. Absolutely. She almost stole the show in some parts, but okay. the problem I had is that she wasn't utilized enough. Mm. The main thing I had a grip I have with these movies, and, I, and I, there's some of these movies which I absolutely love, is that... I think some of them are really good mutant movies, but they're not X-Men movies. Mm. Do you see the difference here? Yeah. Like they, they have some really good stuff in them, but they don't really capture, for me, they never have truly the essence of the X-Men. Yeah. Uh, so they're really good mutant movies. That's what I like to refer to them as. Mm -hmm. Again, it's very much the same like that. They, I just feel like we could have utilized these characters again. 
Storm, Jean, Cyclops. Give me a trilogy with them mm. before you go to a storyline like this, mm. which so much weight needs to be behind it. Uh, again, Sophie Turner. Uh, she's okay. She's okay. She d- she does do well, I think, okay. in the role. But she did the best with what she was given. Mm. Again, flat dialogue, some lines you think, mm, ooh, That's, ah. Yeah, it's not some, her fault, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, there was some of those, there wasn't her fault. The, the script writer, Simon Kinberg, you know, he, it, don't get me wrong, this is better than the first time he tried this storyline. Mm. But it still could have been better. So, overall, the visual effects were very good. The action scenes, the third act was really good. Don't get me wrong, the third act I was quite entertained in this the last finale uh, and also to the reports that we talked about last week now seeing the movie mm-hmm. uh, yeah I can see which of the reports uh, that it was similar to another movie oh you could see it okay that uh, like a certain battle scene and I was like yeah oh yeah I can see it. yeah okay <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on air but yeah. it, when people see the movie and they've seen the other movie which most people have the, the, see they'll the see they'll oh see the similarities God. and i was a bit like oh okay yeah i can see why you maybe had to change some of it wow now i'm intrigued yeah but again overall it's entertaining enough this film mm. but it's just felt a bit flat at times and unsatisfying so what give, give me a score what do you think a six out of ten wow a six. A six out of ten. Uh, above mediocre. So it's not mediocre. It's just, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's wow. entertaining enough. You know, you're usually the generous one. Yeah. So for you to give it six, I'd probably have given it three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So this is, is it DVD, cinema, or wait for TV? This is wait for TV. Wait for, wait for TV. Really? Wait for TV, yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, if you're an X-Men fan, and, you, mm-hmm. and it is, a, don't get me wrong, this is a blockbuster. If you want to see a blockbuster, go to the cinema to see it because it is a spectacle. There are some really good action scenes which I think should be appreciated in the cinema. But for me, I like I base a movie on rewatchability. Mm. This is not a movie that I'm going to actively go out to watch again. If it's on TV or something, eh, whack, if there's nothing, I'll, I'll put it on. Mm. But I'm not going to actively watch this movie again. I, I personally, I'm just happy it, it's over because this X-Men take... Apart from the first, yeah, you've never been a fan. Yeah, I've never been a maybe apart from I've never been a fan. It feels very plasticky and all of that. So I'm just glad it's over, you know. And um, I'm happy Sophie Turner impressed you (laughs) because you don't like her as an actress. No, not really. But for me, I want her. I, I, you know, I have good thoughts towards her. I want her to do well, you know. So I'm just happy. I I don't, I don't wish ill intent on it. I want want her to do well and. If you ask me, she is getting better. I mean, I put a lot of slack on her because when look, when she started Game of Thrones, she was a child. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very difficult. And she is getting better. But like I said, with this one, it's it wasn't her fault completely. It was some of the... And Jessica Chastain, a, again, another amazing actress. Nothing. Nothing. Oh. Gave her very little to do and almost one-dimensional. I'm just happy this is over then. I'm not going to see it. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I mean, yeah. you've never been a fan of, no. of really, so I'm not going to tell you to go see it. Yeah. I'd tell if you're an X-Men fan of the movies, yeah, go see this film, but okay, not for you personally. Yeah. So yeah, that's my score. That's a six out of 10. What? I think that's the lowest you've ever scored on this show. Probably, yeah. It's definitely my least favorite movie of the year so far. Oh, wow. So yeah. Wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm scared of even watching it, even when it comes out on TV, for you to give it six. You know that is a, that says a lot about the film. So, 
Yeah. Okay. I saw. Um, so yeah, it's <coughs> over to you, Andy. Yeah, I watched um, this week. I saw Black Mirror, um, the fifth season, and um, it only had three episodes, three very long episodes. Um, you know, so the first of all, it looked good. It it was well. It was the, the, the three of them were well crafted stories. You know, they were well crafted. They looked good. The cinematography was good. The acting was amazing. Everything was good. But the problem is it didn't fit. Black Mirror is a story, is a film that um, sort of what, what Black, Black Mirror is about, how technology interwines with human lives and how if care isn't taken, what technology, the consequence of our over-reliance of technology. That's usually what Black Mirror episodes try to explore. You know, and they did that in this season. In this season, in the three episodes, they tried to do it, but of the three episodes, they, it, it, there was just something missing. There was something wrong. I think the tech they showed, they, it didn't look very. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to come back because it just didn't work. It worked. We get the story. It had a touch of Black Mirror in it, like the weirdness. But usually, when you watch a Black Mirror, um, when you watch a Black Mirror f- episode, at the end, at the third act, that's where you always have every episode you watch that is good. At the third act, you're always going to say to yourself, "Oh my God, really?" There's usually a twist or there's a big reveal at the end of Black Mirror. But this um, series tried it, but I don't think they hit the mark that we know that they can hit. You know, and. Um, I think this season is a victim of its success, of the success of the previous four seasons. We've come to expect so much. So there, there was, of the three of them, there was just one episode that I liked. And even that one fell a bit flat. It was about um, a guy who lost, he, he, who lost his wife in a car crash. He was driving and he was on his phone while he was driving. So he had a, a car crash and his wife died. And because of that... He wanted to revenge on the. He was like on a social networking site. So because of that, he wanted to talk to the CEO of the company. Like, and the only way he could do that was to kidnap um, a staff of the company. So he kidnapped the staff. Then, when he, will be, you know, with that intention that I will shoot you unless I can talk to the CEO. Now it was very good. If it was a film, it was a very good film. But Black Mirror usually is very real. Like people don't do erratic or stupid things, but you could the, the actions that people take in Black Mirror, you can normally relate to it. You can normally normally say, I can see myself doing it. But no that action that of kidnapping somebody and threatening them with a weapon is not what I couldn't relate to that action. So to me it was it didn't feel like Black Mirror, it just felt something else. It's hard to describe because it was good, but it wasn't as good as what we normally expect from Black Mirror. So this season, I think in summary, I don't know if I've made sense, to be honest, because I didn't rehearse this one. But um, in summary, I think this season five of Black Mirror is a victim of the success of the first four seasons plus Bandersnatch. So is this your least favorite of all seasons? Yes, it's my least favorite. It's my least favorite of all seasons. Like... um, the episode I said I liked is not my least favorite episode, 
you know, there's an episode I have, one or two that are worse than this, but the series, the season as a whole is is my worst. The best was the first. Yeah, so. Fair enough. I haven't seen any, so. You, you, you totally should. And the thing about Black Mirror, and this is the reason why I think Netflix is going to keep Black Mirror. It's not a story. It's not... Not it, linear, It's yeah. not linear. You know, it's each episode is an episode on its own. You do see it's in the same universe. So there are Easter eggs of... So, for example, in one episode in this particular season, season one, they referenced the prime minister who was in the season one, episode one. You right. know? So you will see like the, a poster of... References, references Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they're talking about something and say, do you remember when this happened? And it would be like something that happened. Yeah. But it's not a linear story. So that's why I think Netflix is going to keep Black Mirror yeah. on. Well, Netflix like to do things out of the box, yeah. don't they? Yeah. So in terms of score, I will give this season, I will give it a six as well. A six. A six, yeah. Normally, Black Mirror seasons would go for eight and eight, eight and plus, a half. Yeah. yeah, but this season I give it a six. Only also because it was only three episodes. Yeah. Not How long were they each episodes? An hour and a half. Ooh, that's long. Yeah, they were long. Yeah. They were long. They were long. They could have easily made them six episodes. Yeah. No, they could have, but it is the first. The first story was very weird. But the thing about it is, and I, oh, I gave I gave them a lot of stick, and I didn't give them kudos. The thing about Black Mirror is they always have a message behind them and this one's the at least the first two had a message there was this one about the one with Miley Cyrus in it I get what they're saying but I don't see why they're telling us the lives of what pop stars go through it was sort of like trying to get us to feel sorry for pop stars what they go through in their daily lives and I'm like what why why care you know and all that but yeah that's my take on this season on Black Mirror all right, cool. Well, you heard it there, guys. A six out of ten from ND for Black Mirror season five, is it? Yes. Season, season five. five. Yes, there we go. And with that, we go into the final segment of our show, and that is what's coming for you guys. Well, gentlemen, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. So, ND, got a couple of things coming this week. Yep. On June 14th, on the Friday, we have the final season of Jessica Jones and the final season of the whole Marvel Netflix universe. Yeah. This, is a, this is a year of endings, isn't it? Yeah. For a lot of things and new beginnings. But yes, so we, I mean, we briefly talked about it earlier on the show. Are you excited for this show? Yeah, it's a bittersweet. It's bittersweet, Sweet, isn't bittersweet, it? Yeah, yeah, isn't it? You know, it's, it's. I know it's amazing. I really, of all the shows, Jessica Jones, let me think. Of all these Marvel shows, oh, it, it, to me, it was between Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah, I mean, for me, they rank very differently. Like, for example, uh, they're not like I classed them as all seasons of one character. I've got like certain seasons of certain right. characters in different orders. So you've never like just said in the whole, which ones do I like? I mean, as a whole, I would, Daredevil's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, but even there, I've got like different shows. Oh, okay, and, let me ask it this way. If... Ma, if Ma, if you were Netflix and yeah. Marvel and Disney said keep one, which one would you keep? Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay, that yeah, me too. So Daredevil is my favorite, and very close to Daredevil is Jessica Jones. So uh, for me, it's the Punisher. Oh yeah, but still for me, because season Jones. one of the Punisher just. But Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones yeah, is, as a character, man, she is something else. And Christian Ritter 
has played her heart out in yeah. this character. Yeah, she has. Uh, the re- early reviews for season three have said it's really, really good. Yeah, they, I they, mean, they've said it's better than season two, mm. which which I was I had some problems with season two. I some of the things didn't quite work for me. Is this gonna conclude the Jessica Jones thing? Is it gonna I, end with a conclusion? I would imagine so because they I think they knew that it was coming to an end. Okay, where before they started doing this, yeah, I hope so because it will be. I don't if they leave it up in the air like they did for. Daredevil Luke Cage. or Luke Cage or you know okay Punisher ended if they do that it will just be very frustrating so I'm certainly going to watch it watch yeah this one. 100% so another movie that we're both going to be watching is Shaft yeah again we, w- we talked about this earlier with the trailer the, oh we're one go- zillion percent we're going to be there yeah. yeah 100% and you guys should definitely be there mm-hmm. and then another movie that's coming out this week and now this is the big blockbuster of the month Andy doesn't look too happy about this movie. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> and that is Men in Black International. Oh <laughs> Andy's shaking his head. He's oh, like, no. Oh, I don't get this movie. I'm like, what's the point of this movie again? I don't get it. I do not get this movie. You know how you can see a movie and like, oh, okay, yeah, I see the point of this movie. I see why they would make it. Oh, that's a good story to tell. This hasn't been done. But this one, I watched the trailer even the casting, you know what I said about Chris Hemsworth? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just taking anything. He's so good, though. He is good, you know, but he's taking anything. I'm going to see and this movie purely for him and Tessa Thompson. Because, I'm s- because see- I think they're both really funny mm-hmm. and they've both got extremely good chemistry, chemistry. together. They, they, do. they do. So that's why I'm going to watch this movie. Does it need to be made? No, no, it, no doesn't. it doesn't. But they've made it, so yeah, I'm going to check it out. Might as well. But no, I'm going for Tessa Thompson. I yeah, think yeah. I'm more a Tessa Thompson fan she's than I so am. Good. Yeah, she's really good. She's so she's good. Really good. She is going to be a, an actress for the next, like one of the top eight actresses yeah. for the next 20, 30 years. Yeah, America is going to steal her. Yeah, you know, once America is just going to take her away, and you know, she's now going to be the. She is American, I think. She is. She is not. Or oh, she British? Yes, she she's is. British. I always she got is. confused. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, but it's oops. Oh, bit of fall in there. Yeah, but um, where was I going with this? Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. She's gonna be America is gonna take her away, and she's gonna probably be like, if you want a black person in a movie, she's your guy. Or you know how they say if you want a black person in your movie, it's either Morgan Freeman or Denzel, Denzel or or um, Samuel Jackson. You know, she's just going to be that One person. Of those. Yeah, and well-deserved. She's really good. I think she. Ca- if it wasn't for her, Thor Ragnarok might not have been she as good as it brought was. a breath of fresh air she to that. Did. Yeah, definitely. To be fair, that film had a lot of good characters. Yeah, that's, she, that, she was just one of she many. She was just one of them, yeah. Now, I said it, then I thought about what I said, and I was like, nah, she didn't carry it. There were a lot of other people. But yeah, I'm certainly going to see that one. So that's why we're going to be watching that one. And then finally, you haven't seen... I just wanted to throw this in there. This is for my own little personal thing. But season two of Krypton on the Sci-Fi channel begins this week. Mm. And I'm, I'm so excited for this because season one, I wasn't expecting anything of it. I, I thought, here we go again. We're going to go back to... We're going to do a Superman series without Superman. Very much like Gotham. Yeah, Smallville. Uh, yeah, yeah, a sort of thing. And I was like, oh, here we go. But no, I was pleasantly surprised. And like, if you're a Superman fan and, and love the mythology of Superman and Krypton and, and all that, watch this show because mm. it is for you. If, you. if you're a Superman 
Guy, this show's for you. You know, I feel I should watch it because I will like it because I am a Superman fan. You know, I'm more um, DC, you know, I was DC than more Marvel, DC yeah. than Marvel. So I'm a huge Superman fan. My interest has always been what he's done on Earth. I'm never really, I so, never yeah, really think much yeah, about Krypton. This is, so it, it's, who was the cat? It's not Jorah, it's, oh, I can't remember his name now. Segel. Segel. Okay. So this is, so not su- even. So this is Superman's grandfather. Oh. Uh, and he teams up with um, Adam Strange, okay. which is uh, Doctor Fate. Okay, he was from Krypton. Uh, no, but he time travels back. Okay, okay, to to the time oh. of Seg L to okay. Krypton. So this is before the planet's blown up. This mm. is when it's a living civilization, and you really get to understand Kryptonian civilization and law and how and you know the budget is not the highest budget. It's you know it could use a bit more money into it. It's mm-hmm. got slightly higher than like the CW, like the Flash and stuff oh. like that. <laughs> but it's it's got some moments where you think, mm, but some of the costumes are really well designed and the visual effect visual effects are better than I thought they were going to be. So check it out, man. Yeah, okay. I probably I mean these are things that will change. I think with the whole reshuffle that is happening, I you, we both agree that there is a shuff, reshuffling happening in Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, we? it yeah. looks like it. Yeah. I think this is one of those things that will. <coughs> That they will have to rethink about. You probably won't make it beyond season two. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But I, I'm looking forward to watching it. So yeah. I mean, th- th- at the end of the day, this is sci-fi who's making this show. Yeah. They just bought the rights off. And, you know, and they will <laughs> take it away from them. You know. Well, we'll see. Depending, but no. Okay, that's a good one. So Shaft. So I mean, I mean, I'm seeing Shaft and Jessica Jones. Definitely. I'm going to be watching all of these things. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. The Shaft and Men in Black come out on the same day. They come out on Friday, the 14th, mm. the same day as Jessica Jones as well. I mean, if I had to choose, I'm probably going to go see Shaft yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black, I will check out at some other point. It's not even a choice. But it, yeah, it's going it's it's to be Shaft, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's going to be Shaft. Yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway. Cool. And that's it, pretty much. That is the end of our show. We hope you all enjoyed this lovely show. We do enjoy doing this show for you guys but before we sign off where can the lovely people find you Andy you can get me on Twitter at Nduaj which is N-D-U-A-J November Delta Uniform Juliet Alpha that is me and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake and you can also find us Film 7 Podcast at Twitter and also on iTunes Spotify SoundCloud and all major streaming services but until next week see you later guys (laughs) 